the galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother, and treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Remembrancer's Retreat, a Warhammer 30k Horse Heresy podcast. My name is Jesse. It's good to be back. I'm here today with a bunch of us, including Michael. Hey. We got Will. Hello, hello. And our best buds, Austin and Steven. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) The twins. It's been a while since we've uh, just chilled out and talked and not go through any Legion rules and stuff. Right. It's a bit of a refresher. Been doing a lot of deep dives recently. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I figure at this point, how's everybody doing? Will, what have you been up to? Uh, This week, I have found myself in a rut with the Ultramarines, kind of just not wanting to paint them anymore. Um, So I, I put them on the shelves, and I grabbed some vorax i got six little vorax Mm. that i'm painting up to have them done and hopefully should have them done by league night to thursday so hopefully have them by wednesday they'll be ready to go okay okay excellent i got a game in with brennan and his iron warriors so i know they're they're monstrous creatures and i'm they're gonna get beat up on but i'm still excited to field them in that game it'll be fun nothing like just a couple days last minute hobby work yeah, it feels good, kind of like Russian again. Like, you, you know, you get that event, like panic, where you're like, oh man, I, I didn't get these units done in time, sort of. Mm-hmm. It's, it motivates you, know, you. I'll put things off for a while, and then, you know, well, for like Adepticon, I found myself sitting there for eight hours straight on Sunday before I drove the next day up to Chicago. Oh, right. Just putting on transfers. <laughs> yeah. Just like a machine. <laughs> like, I finally get onto it. No excuse. And, uh, you know, it was pretty good. Speaking of Adepticon, I went uh, to my first yeah, time. Yeah, have we talked on... to you since Adepticon? No. no. Oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so yeah, catch us up on it's that. Been a minute. And we'll, we'll get into yeah. everything else. So um, with this one, I uh, yeah went to Adepticon, myself, Caro. We went up, and I was kind of playing a little bit low-key because like, this is my first time at this event. I want to kind of get a feel for just the overall experience. I didn't want to mm-hmm. just go in there, slam the Horus Heresy, and not see anything else. I wanted, like, I wanted to... Expand my horizons a bit. Sure, for, uh, sure. Get a feel for it. Um, Adepticon is a lot of fun. It's it feels just like a very just a very big Nova open. To be honest, really. There's yes. Uh, okay. One of the there's a ton of classes, a ton of gaming space. Um, I will say the the most uh, different thing in size is their vendor hall. It is. A very large, sizable vendor hall reminds me of some of the um, like comic cons that we have in Richmond. Maybe I'm on a little smaller side than that, but mm-hmm. uh, it was really neat to go through a whole bunch of different uh, vendors, see things that you know I might have seen online but never seen in person before. And that, that was sure. Really cool. um, uh, Alex Self, one of our patrons, uh, managed to fly in all the way from Australia. Yeah, that's right. And uh, uh, them, Kara, and myself. Uh, 
all hung out for quite a bit of that time too, because we figured, Alex, if you came all the way to Australia and want to hang out with us, we'll, we'll hang out with you for sure. Yeah, definitely. And we wanted to hang out with them as well. It was a lot of fun. Got to uh, have uh, Alex Trout's Chicago-style pizza for the first time. Oh, how was that? Yeah. I know it's controversial to say Chicago-style yeah. pizza. No Austin's over there, but uh, <laughs> I, it, was, it, was, it was pretty damn good. It completely filled three people three full adults for like 16 bucks and one Ooh, giant okay. pie. I saw pictures of the pie. Yeah. It was like it a was medium definitely, pie. It, it was it thick. Was, yeah. It was a large <laughs> pastry of some sort. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Although it, it does make me a little high, a P I E. Yeah. Meat, right. Like a, an Italian like a pie. pie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Although it does make me a little sad that you didn't, uh, get Alex some Mexican because for God's sake, they don't well, do that in Australia. Do they really yeah, not have like? I don't think like, they really do it in the north or the north midwest either. I look, Yankees don't <laughs> do Mexican either. However, they understand the concept, and anything you would have taken him to would have been the best Alex had ever had. Do they? That is fair, but Alex is also planning to come to Nova too. So, all right, good. It's a damn shame it moved, and we won't be able to get them that kebab. Well, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah well, we can always make a road trip. Um. We'll, we'll find some Mexican for you, Alex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I met a bunch of listeners. If, uh, if you missed me, I'm sorry. Like I said, I was doing a real low profile. I was, that was the biggest event I'd been to since the pandemic. And I was completely overwhelmed for most of it. <laughs> just seeing a trench coat and a fedora, just, uh, like just gum shooing his way through Adepticon. Yep. But, uh, no, it was a good time. Uh, heresy events were a blast. Uh, don't know much more to say about that. Um, <laughs> but you won best painted. I yep. Uh, there was yeah, a ZM yeah. You Mega won an battle. award. Come the on. ZM, well, yeah. There was a ZM Mega Battle, and I did manage, despite cranking things out the very last minute, uh, eke out a uh, best painted. So I was very proud of that. Uh, managed to snag a medal at Adepticon on my first time, so that felt pretty good. But yeah, now I'm never driving from Richmond to Chicago again. If I can't help it. Oh my God. That was yeah. not great. <laughs> did you do it all in one stint or did you no, guys take a break at all? We, um, we, we took a two day road trip. We started That's not uh, bad. After, no, we took it. Well, yeah, but then you're driving through and sorry if I offend some listeners, you drive through Ohio and you think Ohio is bad. Then you drive through Indiana <laughs> this is spoken like a man who's never uh gone coast to coast when you nope. just can't pleasant, say I have pleasant drive until you hit kansas and then you turn left and then 12 hours later you turn right yep <laughs> and then 12 hours later you're in vegas and then you're there yeah yeah you think it's boring flying over the oh yes yeah. caro pretty much just <sighs> Drove across Europe in her yeah, mind, basically, and all, and yeah, <laughs> and yet the scene didn't change once. <laughs> it was kind of rough, Ford, as far as the eye can see. Ooh, or but, soy yeah. or whatever they're growing these days. I, I don't know what it was. I drove through a massive wind farm. I didn't realize there yeah. was one of those in uh, Indiana, but for miles, for like a good half hour, forty-five minutes, maybe it was a full hour, just you know, windmills. As far yeah. as the eye can see. That was kind of surreal. It was kind mm-hmm. of neat too. But anyway, uh, yeah, Adepticon, really good. You going to go I'll again set. next year? I don't know if I can do next year again. We'll see how it pans out. But Have you been? The next to... time I go, I need to bring more friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because it, it felt it felt really weird with none of the core homies around. Oh, I bet. I bet. That, that felt yeah. really strange. Mm-hmm. Felt like a, a foreigner. A bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you been to the LVO? Haven't been to the LVO. Okay. Um, I was going to ask if you, how would you compare the LVO to Adepticon and then again to Nova, you know? Yeah, I don't think any of us have been to the LVO I as far as I know. I don't think so. But I'm like, wondering one thing we, we don't want to go to Vegas when there's not a Warhammer event. Yeah, really? there's that. Well, Vegas is great, dude. I I went it when was, I was It was on my list for my pre-pandemic, pre-baby extravaganza. Yeah, that's when it, that's <laughs> when it was great. That's when I Then went, there was, was a pandemic and that all that's that's why I still have like $200 in Adepticon credit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Mike, Steven, where you guys are at in your life? I mean, y'all are adults with, with no kids. Vegas is great, dude. I, is, I, should... I remember the architecture being really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like eight at the time, so I wasn't doing much else. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at stuff, but there was yeah. a lot of and stuff And collecting like the cards they were being handed out, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some great the first cards. time I went to Vegas, I was 16, 17, mm. and uh, I have developed since then a neurotic need for cleanliness. So Vegas mm. is 100% a no-go. Yuck. It's gotcha. very dirty. Yeah. Steven, I've seen you set foot into the Nova Open. I, I do not believe you. <laughs> I've smelled you step foot into the Nova Open, Stephen. I do not believe you. I've, I've met you day five Nova Open. You can do <laughs> it, Stephen, if you really... Nova Open, I've had enough to drink, and I can forget... What do you think Vegas is? It's not a place where you can have enough to drink to period every day is day. Whatever you want to put at the end of that. Yeah. And and, and LVO. Save all of that uh, all of that energy for Nova. Yeah. But I am looking forward to Nova. So again, we're getting into what we've been up to. This Mm -hmm. week I started work on some big blam items. Yeah. We're gonna as things get uh, more solidified up. Uh, we'll be talking a lot more about the Nova Open because mm-hmm. uh, many folks around here have put in a lot of effort. Like, If there's a prominent event organizer that you have been to an event on the East Coast, it's likely, well, above what, North Carolina? Northeast? Mm-hmm. It's likely you will have been to one of these people's events at some point. If you're either in Baltimore, New England... Uh, Boston area. I don't know states. Um, Maryland, <laughs> Nova, Richmond, uh, Norfolk area. I mean, we're all over. We have mm-hmm. EOs coming from all over the region. Um, so it's a great batch of people. So yeah, yeah. we're definitely going to be talking more detail and EOs we've, and yeah, we've learned a lot. The Avengers of East Coast EOs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We learned a lot from last uh, last one when we were uh, hand of the reins and <laughs> there were some. Uh, yeah, you know. There's some growing pains there, but I think we uh, we're going to manage to have a really good time this year. And most um, of those growing pains were on the back end, where nobody seemed to notice. Fair. Well, yeah, but you know, when you're you know running an event, you notice. Yes, sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, um, I noticed. Trust, I noticed. <laughs> I, I can <laughs> tell the, you from where I was sitting, it went fine though. Well, that's good. I had I had enough of it behind the curtain that I could tell that y'all were struggling a little bit, but the results were there. <laughs> That's good to know. The only reason I was struggling is because I thought it would be a good idea to run my event completely sober. And, <laughs> mm. uh, well, nope. Broke, broke my cardinal rule. Sober uh, in the middle of Nova. Shouldn't do that. 
Nope. Yeah, you need a you need a solid cushion of inebriation to mm-hmm. uh, to deal with Nova. Oh, um, by the way, uh, Mark Rayleigh and uh, Casey were running a full conference long Titanicus campaign at oh, Adepticon. By the yeah. way, Austin, I, saw him. You know. I know that. Oh, I saw uh, that in in the uh, the the mists of time back back when I was going to the 2020 Adepticon, I was actually the, <laughs> the traitor commander for that mm, event. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah. Inshallah one day, but of course yeah. now my, my kid's birthday falls like right around Adepticon. Yeah. <laughs> so I tell you what, another one I'm looking hit or miss. to, um, Ben just announced what yesterday or Friday, maybe, but, uh, uh call yep. to arms. Mm-hmm. In October, oh, man, that. I love yeah, those. that's a Immediately, solid Immediately, as soon as he announces those, I jump on those. So nice. I'm looking forward to to that too, and I'm hoping to bring a new little list. Very cool. Um, yeah, one of the I'll take a little sneak peek. One of the things that I've been working on for Nova Open is I've been making a uh, handy, quick mobile website for people to access all the primers to upload their lists for uh, list submissions. And I think it's going to be a very handy tool and I'm hoping that the uh, end result will be pretty good. It's looking pretty slick right now. I'm pretty proud of it. So I just had to say something about it anyway. Hold on. I want to hype that up because it is really <laughs> nice. It is not just, so it's a place where you can actually go, as he said, see your primer, but like the event for the primer, I think you also have the schedule. Up there yeah, as I'll well. be putting that in there as well. And um, like ongoing narrative updates is planned for it during Nova. If if I'm not, that'll be cool. is that too much of a leak? I don't know. No, no, no. Mm. I mean, um, hey, we're people are going to know you. Yep. Yeah. The and and then the, the uh, uh, for me the big one is the list submission. You can do all your <laughs> list submission right there, and it takes a very uh, it takes all types of different uh, list formats, PDF, text, that kind of stuff. It's super slick, super slick. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the blam? Uh, no, okay. I think we should we'll wait for the article. I think we okay. should wait okay. for the article okay. uh, fair, fair, to fair, talk fair. about that. All right. Sounds good. Okay. No, we have to talk about it. I do want to <laughs> mention a little bit. Over okay. 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 So this year, guys, we have changed up the blam in a, in a couple big ways. Uh, for one, we're allowing Titans again. Uh, there's no four sword chart and you're allowed 3000 points. So I think that's going to be great to see Warlord Titans on the field again, Reaver Titans, all that. Um, we're doing away with like tokens that would bring back units. You now get reactions. And the biggest part is that we've changed the day. This is now the last event of Nova on Saturday night. So people typically use this event to get super sloshed, but then would have to wake up Saturday morning to do like Bromash or bro- Bromance and then mm-hmm. uh, Excruciatus. But not anymore. So you will be able to, you know, drink to your heart's content at the Blam and not have to worry about doing anything Sunday morning. It's great. <laughs> I, I think that is great in itself. But the big thing is that now, during the campaign, throughout the week, we have recently established milestones that will unlock bonuses that, if achieved, will have actual effects in-game for the Blam. Uh I don't know, Jesse. Do we want to go over the mm-hmm. list? Um, I think we can. Uh, we don't have to do the whole list right now. Okay. All right. But it's yeah. A lot of the narrative. Uh, a lot of the narrative events 
will have a significant effect on how the blame is played at the very end of the of the convention. And we're talking huge bonuses too, like game defining by by winning certain events, you will earn game defining abilities or bonuses. So it's going to be, I think one of our uh, most successful narrative battles, I think, right? Mm -hmm. Cause it's going to, it's going to have taken all the accomplishments of the previous narratives into a final thing. And I think that's going to be a really cool experience where it's going to give players the feeling of agency. Yeah, that that's definitely one thing that I really like and want to see more of. And I think we're definitely taking right steps in that direction to have players feel impactful for the campaign as opposed to just playing a game, win, loyalist, okay, and then question mark. Right. No, having yeah. a direct effect on how other things are going to uh, take place at the blam, I think, is a real fun step. It's going to be good. Hopefully the plan will be a nice, satisfying conclusion to the narrative arc. I think so. That's the the plan anyways. Or yeah. it'll be an absolute failure, but everybody will get super sloshed and they'll still remember it as a success. So, <laughs> you know, we're going to be drunk and rolling dice. Yeah. So, hey. <laughs> but yeah, I said more to come on that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Austin, I had tasked you with uh, coming up with a topic tonight. How's that for a segue? <laughs> right? <laughs> I gave you a job. Oh, I you am rusty. Did, I did you it. do it? I am so rusty on this. I, I did do it, Jesse. Excellent. I did. Because um, like you said, we've done a lot of talking about just like, this is a legion. This is the stuff they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're taking a break. We're getting back to talking with the homies about the useless bullshit that makes this cast great. So my question for the class is what is your favorite, call it undervalued unit, Uh, something you never see on the table, something that the internet just thinks is absolute garbage and you'd never see it at LVO's competitive 30K event, (laughs) Uh, but it holds a special place in your heart, Uh, something like that. Can it be something that, you yourself have never used, but you have seen it effectively used against you. And if, if the internet hates it, yeah, if you can make that, <laughs> okay, well, if you can make that argument, I don't think the internet don't thinks think it's bad. Anybody. What a low bar to hate. That's the thing, right? Like, okay, no, you're right. People hate everything. So people hate literally a lot of things, pick but like anything. something, something that's actively people like, Oh, like I'm, I'm not going to bring that. Like that's, that's super underpowered. Like that, mm, that just okay, never gets the okay. job done. Or something you've never seen on the table. Do you mind if I jump in? Because I have I have one off the top of my head. Go for it, and I'll tell you if you're right or not. <laughs> it's uh, the Javelin Speeder. I All don't right. think a lot of people think that's a great unit, okay? However, I will say that if equipped properly, can be an excellent distraction Carnifex. And if not only equipped properly, but then played right... It can be an effective unit that is just great at harassment. I've had these things drop behind me with the two LAS cannons, Deep Striker, what is it, outflanking or something like Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And it just caused such a nuisance that this thing came to the back of my field. It had such maneuverability to just fire two LAS cannons, which is not something to be ignored. Um, And I, I just felt like, why don't I see these guys on the field more? Because it was a very effective tactic to harass me and pull me off of objectives because now I have to go kill this thing. <laughs> Granted, once I get into range and start 
shooting it, 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 it doesn't last long. But the fact is it pulls me away from what I consider more important objectives, you know? No, I think that's a beautiful one. Actually, when Steven and I do um, Bellicosa B-sides, I did a whole list that was revolving around speeders. Because uh, I'm with you. Like, I I think the, the Javelin especially is very not not uh what underutilized yeah in like this I edition said, i really don't see them like their t6 often it's and the, the wild thing will like i've got one and i used it against steven a couple of times in this edition uh as an assault unit so like i've i've got a unit of bikes which are big and kind of squishy even though they do have a two-up armor save mm-hmm. uh, so i don't want them to just like if they hit a squad of 20 tactical Marines, the tacticals are going to be obliterated. But if those tacticals overwatch and fury at full BS, I'm losing men that I, mm-hmm. I can't afford, but you can fury the Legion a T six javelin. All you want. I do not care. So he <laughs> yeah. charges in first soaks ah. up all of that. And then it's still, or I'm sorry. Is it T six, right? I believe saying, so. Saying this now, I think the regular speeders are T five. Yeah, and yeah. then the javelins are T six. Again, I, I don't know. Javelin the is line. is toughness six. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. So then it you know it's got a weapon skill. It's got a couple of attacks. So against like a, a just sort of basic or any shooty unit, really, it's not going to leak wounds because it's still that T six thing sitting around. Um. But it'll live through all the Overwatch, and then you're kind of glass cannon unit can go in and massacre whatever was trying to shoot them. Yeah. I mean, it really is an effect. And I mean, I think you were the one we now see or or that made mention that since we're getting the new sponsons for it, Mm -hmm. it'll have the heavy flamer sponsons. And I mean, (laughs) full flamers with well, they're getting all the sponsons. The the rework kit is going to have all the sponsors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, Volkite on them, flamers on them. You put those heavy flamers on the charging one along with a pintle mounted flamer. And yeah. God, just triple flamer them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these can be very potential harassers. They are great. And I don't know why we don't see more of them on the table. I think people are so quick to write them off because they, they, they're thinking, I, I, I don't know if they're thinking of them as like, they can't take apothecaries or, I don't know. Yeah, I am a little sad that it didn't come out on a full plastic kit. Me too. That is a bit of a downer because um, I think that is the other reason. I think that's one of the things holding it down. You, damn, man. That's so obvious. Yeah, that probably is another reason we don't see them often is they are resin. Yeah. Especially this edition with the with the abundance of plastic. It's um, a dollar a point. <laughs> yeah. U- USD. Yeah. <laughs> it is a fun unit. It is a definitely a fun unit. Yeah, and I think the T6 for that speed, it's it just makes, like I said, solid harasser unit. If, and if that's what you need for like a unit, if, if you've got like a hammer style, I think for Imperial Fist, right? You got a lot mm-hmm. of shooting dudes. Yeah. This is, I think, a perfect unit to bring in to harass the back line a little bit. I'm not sure if you can do outflank with it, but you know, point is, it, it's still a good unit. So it's that's my speed. That's, that's my outflank. You can outflank as when you do like Stone Gauntlet or whatever. No, it has a outflank as a default. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it yeah. has. I just three, three, outflank of war don't always allow the outflank, but I mean, if you get a right mm. of war, mm, that gotcha, allows gotcha. it. And honestly, the speeder is fast enough, even if you can't outflank it for some reason. That's fine. Because yeah, what are they? Sixteen inches or twenty-four? Uh, Fourteen. Okay. Solid zoom. 
Do they still have the, or I guess, did they ever have the rules for the, the jet fighter speeder? Whatever that was, the little flyer. Oh, the, typhoon? the typhoon. Did that ever get 30 K rules? No. Uh, it, uh, yeah. I'm not even sure it made it to the legends. Bummer. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much a 40 K only thing. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's like a Imperial armor thing. Yeah. And the funniest thing about it is the Space Wolf Woman's weapon skill five of the charge. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, can't hate that. No, you cannot. So I, I think Will had an excellent, an excellent starter. Mm-hmm. Who's next? Oh, boy. Uh, Michael, go next. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So bear with me because I'm confident everyone on the cast is with me on this one. <clears throat> but. I still see a lot of the internet talking about the tactical tax. Oh, using it as a, as like a bad thing to bring yeah. tacticals, right? Like it's like, uh, I gotta bring tactical Marines. Ugh, yeah. I gotta bring a bear squads and tactical squads. No bring tactical squads because they are so good. <laughs> yeah. They are putting out so much firepower. Yeah, it's a terrible thing to charge. Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to charge you. Haha, <laughs> Overwatch, eat 60 bolters, balls. Uh-huh. You can take them in huge squads to just take up large chunks of the table yeah. and deny your opponent those areas. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, their bolters don't do a ton and return fire will eat them up. And 30 that's points why you will don't... ignore night fighting. So yeah. consider that. Um, but like, you don't shoot with them in your shooting phase because you run them forward to where they need to be. And then they sit there. And they're just annoying and immovable because it's a huge blob with so many wounds. Even a 10-man squad. I mean, I've, I've had success with 10-man squad holding objectives, you know? Absolutely. I, I personally like uh, tacticals in 15, in blocks of 15. They have a small footprint, so they're not like they're... I mean, templates and blast uh, weapons have been kind of less effective this edition. Um so it's not as big of a deal, but it's easier to get them all into cover. It's easier to keep them out of difficult terrain. 15 with an apothecary is just... 15 is also what I run. And fantastic unit. No yeah. notes. I definitely agree with Michael. Uh, tacticals are great, especially with uh, with my dark brother in Rite of War, because uh, I can jack him up into veteran levels of weapon skill. Oh, yeah. Strength. Mm-hmm. So for me, I run mine uh, MSU style as ultramarines, which I love mm. because every unit, all, 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 you know, the more units you have shooting at things, the more you get the benefit of it. So instead of running two 10 man or two 20 man tacticals, I run four 10 mans. So now we're able to get a lot more shooting bonuses rather than just the two. We can have one squad get a bonus for three others instead of one squad get a bonus for one squad. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. man, it's just so versatile. And on your right of war, they I feel like the tactical is the perfect unit for every right of war or for every um, legion. It's the perfect core unit. You can get the different bayonets. So you can give them chain swords. I mean, it, it, they're pretty solid, guys. They're not bad. They only, are. The only, only legion that I would maybe suggest think twice about tactical Marines is world eaters. And that's just because they can take the spoilers instead and have a shitload of chain axes running at the Ooh, enemy. I, uh, in addition to that space wolves. Oh yeah. Uh, gray stalkers, gray slayers. <laughs> yeah. Are just 
better tacticals. Oh, fine. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yeah, of course. Yes, yes. Special conflicts over there. Yes, But yes. no, you, you are We're better right. than the you world eaters, the, the world eaters getting their chain axes is definitely a, a big um, <laughs> shift of it, right? Yeah. A 20-man Dark Angel Deathwing tactical <laughs> squad <laughs> when they're all Oof. plus one to hit with chain swords. Well, we don't love it. It's... It's mm. pretty good hitting on mm. threes, I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh, and <laughs> bad. Yeah, they get real expensive with the chainsword. However, with the chainsword, they no longer have an easy counter. Uh, assuming yeah. you've gotten them within range that they'll be able to shoot at anything that shoots at them. Um, obviously, full kite from 48 inches away or whatever is going to melt them. But mm-hmm. get them within range to shoot back, and that full kite can, you know, take 40 to 60 shots in return. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I, you know, they already had modeled chain swords before second edition came out. You think mm-hmm. I'm going to take those off now? No, absolutely. No, no, no. Exactly. Yeah. Points. <laughs> exactly. Always take, which I'm glad swords. that I'm glad that chain swords are, have a lot of fun benefit with the shred now too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it what does it feel pl- like of such a blow to it? So they're not uh, two handed like the chain bayonets. Mm-hmm. Are they plus one strength? Nope. No, nope. It's um, that's, close that's combat the trade off. Shred. Okay, so that's that. The trade off is it's just not two handed. Yeah, which means they get the extra attack from having exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's it's a fair trade per, per model. Yeah, but that's effectively for shred and plus one attack. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah, I, yeah. I can live with that, and I do live with that. And that's on top of a solid shooting profile. Again, yeah, for the points. Um, you're right. The term. Tactical or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's as prevalent as it was in first edition, but um, that's yeah. Tacticals. Yeah. This is another unit that I think does better this edition that yeah. people have really grasped like in general. Yeah. I think still people see it as the basic unit, so it might be overlooked by some, but it's mm-hmm. definitely uh, no, it is a core unit. It is not a basic unit. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. You will that's not a go good... wrong picking up a bunch of tactical marines in this right? edition now. Mm-hmm. And your box came with what 40, 60 of them? Forty, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. forty, forty of them. And, uh, delightful, mm-hmm. man. I mean, just think about that. That's four tactical squads that can mm-hmm. be controlling four objectives. You could then put those guys in rhinos, man. Make them a little bit more survival. The crazy thing is, who was it? Matt did the math, and to run like six. 10 man squads of tacticals to fill up your troop slots with rhinos with artificer armor on the sergeants is like 1200 points. Yeah. That's a crazy good core. Plus it's mm-hmm. putting multi melters onto the rhinos. Yeah. That is an insanely good core. Yeah. That, that's force. 60 bodies but, and six tanks. You got to deal with like, that's already a problem that and exactly. And that's only 1200 points. And now you, you throw on a, uh, you know, 50 point centurion. Okay. Now, now it's compulsory, you mm-hmm. know, Everything yeah. is all the boxes are checked, and now all you got to do is like fill in a dreadnought or whatever. It's so mm-hmm. they're so cool. Yep. All right, I know what I'm going to talk about, but I'll be right back after this message. Goblin's Hut is a distributor for the Dirty Down Effects paint line and other hobby products in North America. Dirty Down liquid effects and aging sprays have been used by prop masters in TV and film for over 30 years to create incredibly realistic looking effects in a fast, reliable way. They can be spotted in some of your favorite media, such as Star Wars, Game of Thrones, and Alien, just to name a few. That precision has now been brought to the miniature realm, and they are taking the hobby by storm. 
In the Dirty Down paint line, you'll find rust, moss, and vertigris effects unlike anything else on the market. With a good shake of the bottle, a single wash creates the combined effects of multiple other paints and even provides subtle texture. Dirty Down's entire line is water-soluble, so you can achieve a wide variety of effects while allowing you to rework, remove, or layer to your heart's content to achieve the perfect weathered look. With this capability, the line is perfect for speed painting while also having the depth of use for competition pieces. If you'd like to buy Dirty Down at a shop near you, ask your friendly local game store to go to goblinshunt.com for info on stocking the Dirty Down Liquid Effects line. You can also purchase Dirty Down directly there as well. And right now, all listeners of the Remembrancers Retreat can get 5% off their order from goblinshut.com with our promo code RR30K. And if you're a patron of our podcast, you will gain an additional 10% for a total of 15% off your order. That's goblinshut.com. Use promo code RR30K. If you enjoy our program, be sure to follow our Facebook and Instagram pages at RR30K Podcast. You can become a member of our Discord community by following the link in our show notes. You can subscribe and leave a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to share our program with your friends as well. If you'd like to further support our show, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash rr30k podcast and choose a tier that's right for you. We greatly appreciate your support. Starting with our Legion Praetors, Alex Self, Captain Sasquatch, Chap Lanisar, Chris Mack, Garner.Tree of Woe, Joe from Music City Heresy, Luke Rizzuto, Matthew Boyce, Mr. Baldwick, Nick Quenga, Rio Snice, Rena the Floof, Sara Luther, and Variance Hammer. Our Legion Centurions, Aaron Maynard, Andrew N., Dave Jones, Doug Hobbs, Duncan, Gorkrow, Hard Fries, Kyle, Life Subaquatic, M. Tanzer, Manny Cutlockus, Matthew Andresio, Nick Hilda, Richard Bork, Scott LeMay, Zoy, and Winter. And finally, our Legion Sergeants, Agrippina, Aircraft Terrier, Ulfarius, Dale Jones, Emily O'Hare, Garrett Lowe, Jay DeSales, John, Jonathan Crane, Carl, Kayshell, Noah Atkins, at Fulsdax Monstrosa, and Travis Smith. Once again, thank you all for your support, and you can go over to patreon.com forward slash podcast to become a member today. All right, so uh, kind of basing off of the tacticals, I have recently discovered a love for veteran squads in this edition. Mm-hmm. Um, some may say that it might be a little bit, not quite the most cost-effective unit on the table. However, um, having Relentless, two wounds, being able to kit them out in different ways. Fuck, I didn't notice they were Relentless. That's They why. are Relentless. Mm-hmm. You can now just run around with a heavy bolter. Yeah. Just 360 nose scoping mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, a sniper rifle. Because you look at their war gear and you're like, oh, fuck, they have like missile launchers, not with the mm-hmm. Switzer webs. And you can give two yeah. of them a heavy bolter. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Or in my case, two of them plasma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So here's what I did with actually some of my uh, tacticals that I used uh, from first edition. Um, for Adepticon, I finally decided, you know what? I'm going to basically uh, promote this, these uh, couple of tacticals into actual veteran squads. So I painted up some Deathwing bone armor on some of their shoulder pads oh, and sick, areas. Dude. Nice. Gave them a little bit of you know rough and tumble look to it. Just just a little um, just a glow up of just a a rough up, a rough yeah, up glow up. <laughs> and um, 
yeah. So really excited with that. And it, it, it felt cool. It felt very, uh, I don't know. Thematic. I would say Yeah, it felt very thematic. They are now death wing veterans. Yeah. When originally they were just, you know, tacticals. They survived a whole edition. Yeah. They deserve they it. <laughs> and their little, uh, multi-melter rhino all edition. <laughs> did the multi-melter rhino get promoted with them? Did you put death wing or I should. I, think I really so. should. I really should. Yeah. Get that plus one bonus to uh to smash stuff. They <laughs> serve who also drive the cars. Yeah, that's true. I'll be on my next project. But, but uh, yeah, so I, how I think they, how did they perform? And so okay, so if these were mm-hmm. original tacticals, I'm mm-hmm. assuming when you transition them, they still kept the same war gear, right? Mm-hmm. So we're talking still just bolters and chain swords, right? Yeah. How they do? Bolters. Um. So veterans are weapon skill five. Mm-hmm. And with Deathwing, you get a plus one to hit. So I'm hitting fucking basic weapon skill four dudes on twos. Holy shit. Oof. With chainswords. Oh, push so red. Um, yeah, pretty you're dope. Just fucking punk and other tacticals. Daddy will show you how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, they feel like Deathwing Knight, you know, <laughs> dudes. Like, they right. use their swords. The sergeant, uh, I give him a Calvinite Warblade. So it's plus one, you know, power sword. But hell, hitting on twos, plus one strength, wounding on, you know, threes yeah. in most situations. So I'm I'm pretty happy with them. I got a little, you know, they're my little pride and joy at this point. So Yeah, that's solid. Because <laughs> honestly, I, I feel like you only ever hear of vet squads being taken in like pride of the legion lists where somebody wants like cheap troops mm-hmm. for whatever yeah. reason. Um, yeah, I, I, can't, I will say I did take them to the pride legion because I had a bunch of cataphracty that I wanted to paint up too. Mm. But that being said with two wounds, you don't feel the, you know, in this, and especially in this edition, you definitely, it's a mass of bodies is what really makes a lot of the units effective, mm-hmm. but having two wounds kind of curbs that, uh, hurt of not having as many uh, bodies on the field. And with yeah. relentless, I love being able to just, you know, yeah. Move my full six inches, fire my bolters, and then go charge. Yeah, there's That's something really to be cool. said as as a longtime Space Wolf player, there's mm-hmm. a joy in running up to somebody, double tapping your bolters, and then charging them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, so okay. I'll I, I want to share mine. I have the Nemesis destroyers that I built, right? Yeah. Um, however, they are they can be kitted out exactly the same way veterans can be. The exact mm. same war gear. So what I've done is the first time I played them, I didn't have like a uh, place to put my HQ. So I decided, well, I'll just run them as veterans. Mm-hmm. And man, they two plasma guns, the rest of them with bolters, thunder hammer on the sergeant were really effective. And as Austin was saying, the whole bolter firing, double tapping, and then the plasma and then people being like, you can't charge, you shot at me. And I was like, I'm relentless. And people are like, yep. oh, vets are relentless now. <laughs> everybody learns that vets are relentless as they're charging you yep. is when you learn. <laughs> but I mean, just now I was just ultramarines, right? So I'm not mm-hmm. hitting dudes on two plus, but even still, they I would send them after regular tactical squads and they would just bully them. They would just like fucking call them names <laughs> and fucking kick sand I, in their eyes and I all love- kinds of stuff. Vets feel like actual veterans now. Yeah. Versus a standard tactical, you know, compared, you know, like now, for like I, model, like they feel superior. I felt the pain of the veteran 
when I started taking AP2 shots. Sure. Then I was like, ooh, I kind of wish they were Terminators at that point. I kind of <laughs> wish they had an infall. But for what they are, and here's, okay, well, I want to back up also about the Nemesis thing, yeah. right? Nemesis Destroyers. It mm-hmm. is only 57 more points to run them as veterans. And you get so much mm. more. You get the extra weapon skill, yeah. the extra wound. You don't get the the Bane Strike rounds or whatever they are. But, I mean, really, for all your trading for the combat aesthetic, I think it's good. Plus, if you throw in a, an HQ or even an Apothecary in with yeah, the uh, Veteran exactly. Squad, that really, again, assists with the uh, the hurt of just a small model count. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm looking looking at their stats, it also would be funny. You know, you've got your 10-man squad, right? you got a couple of mm-hmm. guys like a plasma gun, heavy bolter, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you can give any model in the unit a nemesis bolter. A relentless yeah. nemesis bolter. So give yeah. like two yeah. guys in the squad a nemesis bolter. That are relentless. <laughs> that are relentless. Oh, yeah. Just the for the gear. pinning. Yeah. Like the pinning. Yeah. And being well, able to like, maybe, maybe pick out the Right. You can give a dude shot. So I have another vet squad. Mm-hmm. And each dude has a completely different loadout. They all. So when it comes to the gameplay, it's so annoying because each one has to be rolled <laughs> separately. Yeah. One guy's got a power sword. Another dude has two lightning claws. One guy has a chain sword or whatever. So one guy has a graviton gun and then the other guy has um, what you guys were just saying. I'm sorry. Nemesis Bolton? Uh, shot. I'm sorry. Shotgun. Oh, you gotcha. For that concussive, man. It's just, but now I'm thinking... But and then I did the graviton because I wanted to make difficult, dangerous terrain for people who, if they try to charge me or whatever, I don't know. So, anyways, it it's neat that they can be that customized. It's a pain in the ass mm-hmm. when you customize them to play them as such. Just sure. be warned, okay, folks. It's sometimes easier <laughs> to just give them all power swords, you know. <laughs> Which is going to be my next time I make a veteran squad. Yeah, Gathering guys with yeah with the uh, power swords. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're it slowly such getting a good looking. I know good looking army. It's like they're slowly getting promoted until they finally get the the shields and then the winged helms mm. and then Ooh. all of a sudden they're the uh, HQ companions, dudes, right? Yeah, the yeah. Companions. And then oh, suddenly yeah. Jesse will have mm. thirty thousand points of Dark Angels and each one of them <laughs> <with> a Centurion. <laughs> I can't play anymore. I promoted them too much. Right? <laughs> it's it's fourth edition Horus Heresy. The year is yep. twenty forty four. <laughs> Every one of Jesse's tacticals is now a Praetor. <laughs> I can live with that. Yeah. These dudes just are not retiring. We're it's so top <laughs> heavy at this organization. <laughs> <laughs> that, that he has to buy the new starter box set a couple times to get new tacticals. Yes. Oh no. Yeah. Like I wasn't going to do that anyway. Right. <laughs> um, so that's what, that that's our third unit then, huh? Mm-hmm. The uh, veteran squad. Which again, I think, yeah, vastly underutilized. I don't see a lot of them. I Certainly underappreciated. Them. Certainly underappreciated. Yeah. I feel like if people are bringing them, I think Austin, you nailed it. It's it feels like most people bring them just because it's a quick, cheap tax for a Pride of the Legion compulsory yeah. thing, right? Although I feel people lean more towards generally towards the Terminators versus the, the veterans. Which, yeah. understandably, who doesn't love a uh, invulnerable save? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially if I the like box the flexibility. comes with two five man squads. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Pretty good, Stephen. What do you got? Yeah, what do you have, Stephen? Yeah, it better not be Gal Vorback. Get out of here, it's me. Oh well, it's going to be pretty obvious. It's dreadnoughts. Completely, uh, people are just dogging on them. They're they're not that bad. 
Yeah, well, no, not Contempt of Dreadnoughts, because Contempt of Dreadnoughts are finally where they should be. Um, I'm talking about the humble, squat-legged, Every day is leg day. Castroferum oh, dread. Saw this coming. I haven't seen anybody put Castroferums on the table yet, except for me. I have seen. Um, I think you're the only person who owns them. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> well, that's the thing is, I've I've seen them on Instagram. They are getting but I've hard never to find seen them now. in real life. I feel yeah. like they are like an out of print army, and to have them is almost like. I mean, people post them, and Jesus, they go Isn't feral. The, uh, then it wasn't a Castroferum featured in the tenth edition trailer. Don't don't fucking you're about to trigger so many people. You were gonna wasn't fucking, it? no. No. <laughs> that is a redemptor, my oh, man. Oh okay. my god. It looks like yeah, one, sorry, it's still I, a redemptor. Boo. Yeah, it's still got that. It's still got that, <laughs> uh, that over the over the sarcophagus. I stand corrected. Little, hey, oh, damn man. You're sitting down and I can see you. Fucking cancelled. You just got cancelled by the community. Oh man. No, but it, it it is inspired by the Castroferum, yeah. I wish it was a Castroferum, right? Because the Castroferum needs a new model, especially... If Indominus are getting new models, which look dupe as hell, mm-hmm. you know. Well, that's what this... The, the Castroferum... Uh, look, look, that's kind of what this 10th edition starter set has been. I know we're not a 10th edition podcast, but uh, it all has been like inspired by old style fluff, yeah. right? Like we're getting a new Terminator. We're getting a new Terminator captain, which we haven't had. Whew, that's old. We're getting a new Terminator librarian, <laughs> new Terminators, you know, and this Redemptor. New that Termagants. Is exactly right. These old kits, the whole like Larry Russ Velociraptor, what other, what other, Ryan Vestigial Velociraptor. Ryan's Leaper. Yeah, that's From it. the old yep. third edition <laughs> Tyranid Codex. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Yeah. So they're really doing a lot of like old nostalgia stuff to bring in some people, I think. But those Terminators, guys, I really kind of want them for uh, Indominus Terminators because they look fucking sick. They're so good. They are yeah. sexy. They are sexy. It's like, All right. Anyways. But, but to get back to Steven's box yes. not fever dream. Box yeah. not fever. Anyway. Yeah. So I love I love the Castroferum. Um, mm-hmm. As everybody knows, my favorite models are Dreadnoughts. Uh, and as much as I love the Contemptor, the Castroferum just looks so Warhammer. Yeah, guys, let's mm-hmm. not lie. It's it's the iconic one, right? Like, yeah, like it's in it's Indominus Terminator. It's the Mark Seven Tactical Marine, and the box knot. Like, yep, that's forty yeah. k. It's the it's the the huge. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the Contemptor. Um, but like I don't know, man. Ever since I saw that opening trailer for Dawn of War, when that dreadnought grabs an orc and just like pumps him and throws him aside, yeah, absolutely. And then the assault cannon goes wah. I mean, yep, yep, yep. And, and then when Dawn of War two came out, yeah, it's the uh, the vision slit instead of like an actual helmet, big slab sided armor. It's it's a it's the forty first millennium. And we're still burning dinosaurs to fuel our giant ancient war machine. Like he's so yeah, and the little stubby legs going walk 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 walk. And let's not remember the joy of holding the original, like the metal box knot. I don't know if you guys have yeah. held a metal oh yeah box for knot. sure yeah like, yeah. I have <laughs> you guys have all done. Mike Mike has not. You, you ever put one in a sock and beat a man with it? <laughs> Funnily enough, yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
And the thing is about five pounds. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. I have an original metal battleship, which I imagine is a similar feeling. Yeah. And it's a little different because it's more spread out. So that's more of like a stabby. Okay. Question for the, the old hammer guys here. Which weighed more? Was a box knot or a great unclean one? Had to have been the great unclean one, right? Because that no, thing was like it, a solid turd made of pewter. No, because it because it was not solid. What? It was, what? Solid, it was like it a, was a lot shell, smaller. and it was a lot smaller than its current incarnation. No, no, I, I remember it was a lot smaller. Yeah, I think like but it was half not a, a, sand a, so- of a coke can, It was right? not a solid. It was not a solid piece. Oh, I thought it really was like yeah. a. Yeah, the um the great unclean one is definitely heavier. It's about the same size, but it's just one dense piece of pewter. And then it has a couple of extra That's what parts. I thought. I don't, I don't think it was one, one I like, think cast. It, I think it was a couple of pieces was. that came together. Unless they, unless they did two I castings. Have the, I have the original. I have the. I have one sitting in my monster box. Hmm. And, uh, yeah. All right. That, that boy is, he's thick. He's chonky. But anyway, so, like, a lot of, a lot of people, um, even in first edition, yeah, I feel like, like people weren't really down. If they had them from their forty k collection, they brought them they over. Were just worse but I feel like by then they were so like at yeah. that time frame they were so abundant that they felt like they they weren't special, had the, right? The, what, the Dark Vengeance, <laughs> exactly. Right, the Dark the, Vengeance box yeah. knot, or the, and the uh, Contemptor was like the new sexiness. It really yeah. is like yeah. a poster child of thirty k mm-hmm. when when thirty k first came out. Yeah. But I mean the, but uh, the 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 humble Castroferum. So now, right, still rocking T six, which effectively makes it bolter proof. Um, you gotta you you still have to mm-hmm. point heavy weapons at it in order to kill it at range. Uh, it's it's got the two up armor, the five up invuln save. It's surprisingly durable. Um, but what I love about the Castroferum is that packed into that durable package is the fact that it can double up on Gravis weapons, and it becomes an incredibly cheap fire platform. A uh, a Castroferum with two Gravis autocannons is slower, but cheaper, and just as dangerous as a uh, bog-standard Sakaran. Not even that, but I mean, the price difference between a Castroferum with dual Gravis Laz cannons versus, say, a Derrideo. Yeah. And, it, I mean, it still has helical targeting, so, like, it doesn't need the heavy Arachnus ones. Exa- yeah, I've... It is definitely a more viable, cheaper option that I've never considered. I mean, if you... I mean, if you're, if you're struggling for, like, anti-air, right, you might not be able to afford the Derrideo at, whatever, 290 points or however much they are. And if you're not bringing if you're not bringing legion elites and you're not bringing vet squads, then your elite slot is relatively free to just throw dreadnoughts into. Yeah, um, it is. I my iron warriors list has two castroferums with two gravis bolt cannons, and those dudes just mow down. Yeah, and that is 125 points it's like for those of you that don't have legacies handy. Mm-hmm. The Wait, how, how much are with, they? A Castaferum with two Gravis bolt cannon yeah, is 125 points. points. How much is how much are they for the Laz cannons? Two Laz cannons. 165. Wow. 
that's such a good price. So price price comparison, uh, Derrideo with the yeah. auto cannons is two hundred five. Yeah. So with the heavy las cannon battery, it is two twenty five. Yeah, and it's another twenty points to give it like the helical targeting array, you know, five for a searchlight, all that. No, it, it comes with. I think it's no, talking uh, about the, the cast, cast of ferrum. Oh, cast okay, of okay. And I mean, yes, it's power fist, and yes, it only swings at initiative two, but like. If you throw the Castroferrum at stuff that isn't really built for close combat, like um, shooty squads, you catch some artillery crews or something, God forbid you catch a mortal squad with one, it's still going to go right through. Look, Initiative 2 is all it needs because all it has to do is swing before that sergeant with a thunder hammer. That's all it has to do. That's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My personal favorite loadout, um, which is one that I... It's, it's currently... I. Uh, haven't put it on the table yet because it's not being finished painted, but it is a Castroferrum Dreadnought with a Gravis Plasma Cannon and a Gravis Auto Cannon. Um, I feel like the large blast means it can handle large units. It's got breaching four up. It has the Auto Cannon for like pinging off pull points of heavier vehicles, um, but then the Auto Cannon still works just as good against infantry. Um, both weapons have a 36 inch range, so he just kind of like advances with the infantry and shoots whoever is mean to them. <laughs> Don't be mean to my little brothers. <laughs> Did you guys see the, uh, what was that? Um, Angels of Blood or whatever yeah. on Warhammer TV? Angels, yeah, of, Angels death? of Death? Angels of Death, yeah. The Dreadnought called the Tech Marine little brother. Oh, Get behind me, little brother. And then he starts mowing dudes down with the assault cannon. Yeah, that was a good yeah. series. I did enjoy that series. That was an excellent, excellent cast of Ferrum in that one. Love it. Yeah, so so for underrated unit, for me, it's always Dreadnoughts, and it's always Cast of Ferrum. Nobody loves him as much as me! (laughs) (laughs) Wild. I would be surprised if anybody in Virginia has more Castor Ferrum Dreadnoughts in their display cases as I do. Okay, okay, Steven, answer me this. No, 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 no. What's your number? Uh-oh. Hashtag Castroferum challenge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, three. Uh, so I have three, four uh, word bearers. I have five for the Iron Warriors. I have a Dark Angels metal uh, Castroferum. I have a Blood Angels metal Castroferum. Uh, does the Chaos Dreadnought count as a Castroferum? Only if you have the Chaos Dreadnought and not the new Hellbrute or whatever it's called. Oh, true, true. Then I have a then I have a Chaos Castroferum. Right. Um, so let's see what that's eleven. Twelve? I don't count anymore. We got I got Ele- hung up with eleven the, uh, or twelve. We could go back. Twelve. Uh, I'll say eleven. Yeah, I have and now I'll and say these are twelve. All... And when Jesse goes to do the editing, he could just Pick the right one and keep careful. <laughs> He'll definitely cow. do that. He'll 100% do that, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Um, <laughs> this entire section rotten. So there, there's there's the challenge. Are built by hand, hand, hand. Built and painted. And for reference, those are the ones that are, those are the ones that are built. Uh, oh. oh. No, but they are in display case. They're in the display I'll, case. That's- I'll, I'll allow that they're in the display case. Hmm. So if you have 12, pause. If you have 13 dreadnoughts <laughs> built and display a bowl <laughs> and you're in the state of Virginia 
or even if you're not in the state of Virginia <laughs> and just want to make Steven look bad, <laughs> post them somewhere. Hashtag RR30K. Jesse knows all the ways that we can see all of your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will do absolutely nothing about it except mock Steven <laughs> live on the air. Well, in a recording. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a time honored tradition. There's a um, Instagram yeah. chick paints. She paints uh, mm-hmm. ultramarines, and I think she has more dreadnoughts than Steven. Probably. Castroferum. Oh no no no! More dreadnoughts or more Castroferum? Because I have a lot of dreadnoughts. Well, first off, more dreadnoughts and more castafarums. She's crazy for dreadnoughts. It's it's insane, y'all. You need to check out her work. The amount of dreadnoughts she has. She's been featured Who on Warhammer Chick Paints. All right. Let me make sure that's her name because she's been featured in like Warhammer web community stuff. I'm I'm gonna go look look this person up. It's gonna be like forty fucking castafarum dreadnoughts, and Steven's just gonna be. Done. Well, I can't. I can't let this stand. It's crazy the amount of work she's done. That's a lot of Lehman Russes too. She's insane. This this work is good. Yeah, good stuff. I actually have. I have so many unbuilt dreadnoughts that. Uh... <laughs> mm-hmm. Quick, Stephen. Now's now's the time. Go buy a bunch of epic dreadnoughts. Yeah, I. It's it's gotten to the point where I have so many unbuilt dreadnoughts, and therefore so many dreadnought spare parts that I have started planning like super cool. Yeah, I was chapter. getting ready to ask you, do you have like a dreadnought junkyard where <laughs> you can uh $20 all you can carry <laughs> and then you just have dudes walking out with salt <laughs> cannons are like I got this. Oh. Yeah, it's Well, I used to I used to have all of my dreadnought parts in one like um bits bin drawer. And then it started overflowing, so I had two. And then oh God. I got more, so oh then no. I, I like took them all out <laughs> and put them all in like a gallon Ziploc bag, and it's it's just it's just escalated from there. I have more dreadnoughts than I when 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 the Age of Darkness box set came out, um, and I went to go pick everything up and hang out with the homies. I brought my dreadnought box with me and anyone who was hey I was like hey what legion are you playing uh-huh 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 okay here's dreadnought parts for it oh yes that's right i remember yeah <laughs> you're giving away carapaces and stuff like that so Just let me dreadnought let me ask care you, packages if, get it out of my if, house steven i wanted to purchase uh two castaferum dreadnoughts <laughs> with say um las cannons and missile launchers each like the classic plastic old school configuration do you think um it has a it has a name it's called the hellfire shit okay nerd uh (laughs) could do you think you could procure a hellfire within 15 minutes uh like right now because i'm i'm not home right now yeah well i'm just this is a hypothetical (laughs) this is a hypothetical do you think you have that many parts available that i could just pick a variant and be like build it and you Uh, could do that Probably. I mean, obviously, set aside from some very specific, like the Chaplain Dreadnought or, or something like that, right? Uh, okay, there's the 13th Dreadnought. I forgot that I do have a Wormwood Suns Chaplain Dreadnought. Or, or possibly 12th. Yeah. <laughs> or 14th um, at this point. <laughs> it, probably not a Castroferum, because I purged a lot of my Castroferum parts to give to other people. 
Um, like I know I gave away three last cannons to a guy here in Richmond. Um, I've cut up a lot of power fists to make uh, what are they called? Cordis contemptors. Yeah. So like a lot of my a lot of my uh, Castroferum parts have gone on to become Cordis contemptor parts. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and as you say, it's actually kind of difficult to justify buying Castroferum dreadnoughts. Really? I mean, it's a it's a sixty dollar kit for something that I already have thirteen, fourteen, or twelve of. Yeah. Of course, that doesn't stop me from buying contemptors, so I don't see why it should stop me from buying Castroferum. <laughs> it's like Schrodinger's <laughs> dreadnoughts. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm looking at these the dreadnought or the Castroferum profile now, and it is really solid. Yeah, T six. It's very efficient. Still has, I mean, T6 with five wounds, it still has a five-up invul. I mean, instant death. It takes a, uh, it takes a disturbing amount, not a disturbing amount, but like more than you want to have to dedicate a firepower to kill it. And ballistic skill five for a perfect shooting platform, as you mentioned, or weapon skill five for, you know, a little, a little snippy boy. He's a little too slow to be a snippy boy. Um, I feel like the dreadnought drop pod probably doesn't justify his cost, then, huh? Yeah, I don't. I don't really like dreadnought drop pods just because it's a hundred points for deep uh, strike, basically. Yeah. yeah. This. Oof. Yeah, this definitely. It's a you know sit back and shoot type of. Uh, but it's a very efficient shooting platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only. The only time. That I continue to put my Castroferums in drop pods is when they have uh, Hellstorm cannons or Flamestorm cannons. The Dreadnought Flamethrower. Oh, yeah. That thing is so cool. Do you have one of those for like Zone Mortalis? That's what I, I, that's what I used to do to Austin's uh, heavy support squads. <laughs> I would just drop down the Hellstorm cannon, which is strength seven. So it was just instant deathing his AP3 heavy bolters. Fucking disrespectful. Jesus. Okay, take them off the table. My poor mortals. They never deserved it. (laughs) My boys. In like two weeks, I'm going to have militia rules again, and you'll pay. You'll all pay. (laughs) You'll get them soon, Austin. You'll get them soon. Look, the way it reads... Not that, you know, I have a degree in English or anything, but it says that in between the reveals at Warhammer Open Mm. and the posting of the article, the thing would occur. And the thing was militia rules. That's what I want in my life. Soon, Austin, soon. What unit do you have, Austin, that is underappreciated? All right. So mine, um, I have mentioned it before. But I'm going to get on my high, high horse about it again since you asked. Uh, and that is the command squad on combat bikes. On combat bikes? Combat bikes specifically, um, because that's the one I've done the most math on and figuring it all out. And they're, they're glorious, all right? So the way, the way I built the squads is, you know, sergeant, doing a bunch of fun stuff, although that's not actually a thing in a command squad. Um, cause I originally built them as outriders. Mm. Uh, so it was outriders with command squad, uh, seven power weapons across the, the board. There were power lances for the extra initiative. 
um, you know, Vex, Vox, sundry fixins, <laughs> uh, like artificer armor on the sergeant. And all that for 10 of them came out to 315 points. Uh, three for up the armor for the outriders, three up armor, strength, four toughness, four weapon skill, four, one wound, just fast Marines. Mm-hmm. The Legion command squad equipped identically. The only difference being instead of a Vex, they have the Legion standard, which is a slightly different, a slightly different thing that you're getting out of it. Um, is a grand total stand by while I do the math again of 13 points more expensive for the whole unit for the whole unit. It's 315 for the outriders, 328 for the command squad. So we're talking an extra wound uh, to they uh, all, artificer they armor. All, they're all in artificer armor. They all have two wounds. They're all weapon skill five base. Oh, they Jesus. all come with a bolter <laughs> bolt pistol chain sword. Uh, mm. as opposed, so it's the bolter. They get the free bolter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's just amazing. That's amazing. You're doubling the wounds. You're drastically increasing the survivability. The only real downside compare comparatively, uh, is you can't have an apothecary in the unit. So you don't have a feel no pain to fall back on, uh, but your bikes go fast. You'll get a five up. It'll be fine. Um, if you really wanted it, just get a Primus Medicaid. No. Well, no, no. Well, I, okay. I don't know if a Primus Medicaid could join the retinue because that's the yeah, thing. You, you uh, buy them. They can. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're, that's the, that's the only way to get a medic into a command squad is a Primus yeah. Medicaid. Oh, well, there you go. That becomes real, real expensive, but yeah, also but- damn. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> plus, I mean, that takes away one of your potential slots because you want to take th- three command squads. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> do you not? <laughs> so the only way you can do that, the only way you can do that and I don't disagree with the doing of it um, <laughs> is bringing delegatus because you, to have a command squad, uh, generally they only go with praetors, but they can also go with delegatus. However, delegati can't be taken if there's a praetor in the list. Right. So you have to do three delegati. So you have three delegati, three delegati. He says like he remembers I've, I've his heard Latin. worse. <laughs> I've heard worse situations. Um, Right? Get- I mean, I'm, I'm taking two in the list um, for what were originally thematic reasons. And now the <laughs> command squads, it all just kind of works out. Do they have to be warlords? No. And then they don't. Okay. Because no. I, I was wondering uh, if they I'm had trying- to be warlords. Then. Sorry. I'm trying to flip to the, and the, other the thing, console. The Delegatus doesn't have uh, the restrictions of one per 1,000, right? Oh. Uh, Hold Which on, would allow you on. to bring multiple. Oh. Mm, Master of the Legion grants retinue. Mm-hmm. But Master of Legion doesn't necessarily mean that you there have. There we go. Sorry. It is annoying. Like, I love that they have all of the Centurions in their own section now. But it is annoying yeah. to try and find that section. Yeah. So uh, they have the Master of the Legion. Can be included in armies of less than 1,000 points. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, just can't have it with a Praetor and they get the rally, the Legion special rule, uh, which is once per battle at the start of any of the controlling players turns, uh, you activate the rule 
Uh, take leadership test for the model. If passed, all friendly units that are pinned are falling back and have at least one model to control line of sight to your Delegatus immediately rally and are no longer pinned or falling back and they act as normal. Oh, boy. So That's no, really good. No, um, nothing saying you can't bring two Delegatus? Um, nope. Uh, nope. Yeah, it's it's based off Master of the Legion, <laughs> yeah. not uh, yep. Warlord. So. Yep. Pretty solid. So, it's it's man. so the idea of bringing three... Oh, hey, up, up, Yikes. we're done. Sorry, guys. What'd we find? Under retinue, if the detachment includes more than one model with the Master Legion special rule, then the controlling player selects one as the unit's leader. As the unit's leader. You can oh, take another yeah. unit. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah get out of here. So here. Quit. I was about to say, I oh, have looked shit. up this so fucking much. Mm-hmm. Can you find out I'm wrong now <laughs> in an episode I know you won't edit? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, no, uh, no, you're good. But yeah, that's and again, you can do the same thing uh, with the scimitar jet bike. That is a little more expensive, just because it's. If you wanted ten of them, it would be three hundred points just to put them on the bikes. <laughs> yeah, but they um, can still then take all the different heavy weapons, right? Scimitars um, are super. No, think, so that's that's the wait, thing about what? about it. That's that that is technically another downside of the command squad is that you only take the bikes and the bikes themselves cannot be upgraded. So I guess if you wanted, but now all the scimitars would have to be heavy bolters. Yeah. Which I mean, if you're Imperial fist or something like who cares, right? Sure. Um, But yeah. So if you want like all plasma guns, all melt a gun, whatever, you'd still need to bring the traditional outrider squadron. Um, but the fact that it's all or nothing with those sorts of weapons means you probably only wanted a small unit of them anyway. So like, why are you, what are you doing? Um, and if you have fancy guns, you're not trying to shove a bunch of power weapons up something. So again, right, why, yeah. why bother Defeats. with command squad at that point? Um, I would say the additional wound, right? Well, in the two are they better save. ballistic skills yeah. also? No, they are still just BS4. Oh, okay. but they're also so, yeah, I guess eight across the board, which matters a little bit. Man, so there's whatever a couple there, reasons. If you did want a mobile gun platform, a couple reasons why you might want to take scimitars. But I think the bonus is taking on those outriders with all the power weapon. Yeah, that's use that weapon skill. Five. That's where they're making up the points. Also, for some strange reason, it it's much cheaper to get power weapons in the squad. I don't know why. I don't make the rules. Oh, just like generally overall, you mean? Like yeah, the command five squad points takes each. them for five points each, and the the outriders are ten points each. Oh wow! So okay. yeah, the more power weapons you stack on it, the the better the deal. No. Nice. So yeah, if you wanted all of them to have power weapons, it would actually be cheaper to take the command squad, uh, minus the delegatus tax, obviously. Yeah. But v- vets can take power weapons for five points each. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's but, really yeah. all the legion command squad is, right? They're just vets and artificer armor, basically. Mm-hmm. So good. <laughs> and also hilariously for space wolves, uh, if you put them on the bikes, their weapon skill six on the charge. So their weapon skill six, <laughs> initiative five Jeez, with AP three. And they just reeve through anything that's not in Terminator armor. It's amazing. It, it really does make me happy. Again, who would have thought space wolves were the bike legion They're in this game? It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> And the only, the only reason, (laughs) the only reason I came to this ridiculous idea is that there is no right of war that lets you take out riders as troops. Yeah. Oh, there's not? No. As it stands, there is not. They don't bring one of those over? Oh, they did not. You can, 
Yeah, no. You get a speeders, piles of speeders and jet bikes. Oh, mm-hmm. as troops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Non compulsory. Yes. As, as, uh, but there's nothing in it that lets you take outriders as troops. Which is what I was hoping for. Cause I had initially yeah. wanted a bunch of outriders and some terminators. And like, that was going to be kind of the theme because of the fluff. And then I was trying to figure out how to do that without having my outriders as troops. And then I realized I could just do pride of the Legion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yes, then sir. all of my Terminator score and yeah. my bike score because of the banner and everybody's two oh, wounds yeah. and two up armor. <laughs> oh, it's almost like it's even better than you imagine. It it really is. I, I've only run the list once, I think, just against Steven. And it wasn't oppressively good. But uh, did you have fun? Oh, I was hilarious. Did it, play it was to great. The I, narrative that you had kind of hoped it, it would. It absolutely did. It absolutely did. It it made me a very very happy nerd. Excellent. You got to drive in and beat shit out of stuff. So yeah, yeah. that sounds space wolfy. Mm-hmm. Well, I think mm-hmm. I think that covers everybody then, right? So we have the javelin speeder. We have the tactical squad. We have the tactical veteran tactical squad. Castaferum Dreadnought and Command Squad on yeah, the Mounted bikes. Command Squad. Yeah, some fun units that we really enjoyed. That were, I guess, didn't really uh, aren't aren't really envisioned seen. as expected to. They performed yeah, better you, than expected. You won't yeah. see them a lot on the table with people loving them or people not loving them on the internet. That I think is the rule, and I think we hit it. I think we hit mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But I'd love to hear what everybody else's opinion is. As always, uh, you know, maybe we're dead wrong. Maybe your yeah, your meta may vary. <laughs> maybe w- Stephen is full of shit. Maybe your meta is nothing but castaferums. It is impossible for us to be wrong. We have a podcast. The rest of the world's meta <laughs> is nothing but castaferums. <laughs> we we have literally tens of listeners. <laughs> But yeah, I think that that's pretty good. And I mean, to be fair, every unit we listed out are units that I would definitely play with. Mm-hmm. I mean, as soon as Steven started talking about the dreadnoughts, I'm already looking at buying some. It's ridiculous, you know. Like, <laughs> I, I don't need them, but so, they just sounded so on, good. So, uh, you know, reject modernity, return to box. Yes. A note on Castroferum: uh, If you do want to buy Castroferum because you heard the insane points uh, efficiency. Um, Steven selling them. Can, yeah. <laughs> you can usually pick Steven them has up. 12, somewhere between 11 and 15 dreadnoughts that are painted ready to, <laughs> ready to go. Actually, the, the great white whale for me is the Wordbearers Legion, uh, Castroferum dreadnought from Forge World that I never got a chance to buy before it went out of production oh. and I cannot find it anywhere. But you were, you were, before that, you were mentioning where we could find Castroferums. Go for it. Oh, yeah. If uh, you have a local game store that, like, buys and sells used models, uh, there's, you can almost guarantee there's some plastic dreadnoughts sitting in the, in the used model case. Now, the downside oh, absolutely. of that being is that they you know, probably have a two-centimeter thick coat of paint on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure that's as true as it once was, Stephen. Like, like you said, those... Well, it's, not, it's certainly not true in Richmond anymore because I bought them all. Those those don't get the love you'd ex, you'd expect them to have. 
I mean, some of some of those old bits are getting hard to find. Like I was looking yeah. the other day for a couple of uh, just the blank company banners from the old. Oh movie. yeah, yeah. And like you can't even find those on eBay. Like mm-hmm. no, like, they're just not around anymore. Which makes me sad because I need two more of them and I don't know where I'm going to find them. But anyway, got to dig deep, right? It's time to start. I actually heard um, or I saw a little Instagram post that you can. Uh, take a Coke can and cut off. I've seen this too. Um, Steven, put it in your mouth and eat this it. Like, nobody <laughs> fucking wants to do that much work. <laughs> we want the plastic ones, goddammit. Steven, this isn't 1996. All right. Isn't it? You can't find your bit on eBay. So, what year is it, Austin? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to boot up Netscape and go look up <laughs> how to do this. Oh, but yeah, that's man. that's. That's the ancient way. Yeah. Apparently you just, you just cut out a square, you sand it down, yep. you prime That's it. the ancient way. Just sand the edges or leave the edges and uh, offer to have people pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> Free red Funny, paint ba- job. Back in the day, I used paper. Hey, cool banner. Can I touch it? Yeah. Make sure you touch it on the edges though. That's the best way. Mm. Well, yeah. Whew, thank you well, guys. Yeah. No, this was a blast. It was yeah. good to get back to form. Just chill out and and chat. So awesome. Thank you for the, uh, this week's, uh, topic. I live to serve. I appreciate it. Uh, if people out there want to, uh, uh, chime in on what they think is a, you know, underutilized unit that does really well in the edition, give us a shout out at rr 30 K podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And yeah, until next time for everyone here at the remembrancers retreat, I feel like you had a pause, like we were all supposed Why'd to you chime stop? in. I, I don't, I don't, I was like, you gotta give us a start script. With. <laughs> ah, start Jesus with. Christ. You just could have, you could have just, <laughs> hey, keep those dice to. rolling. Right? Well, you, we have, we can see you. We're, we're using, we're using cameras now. You could go back to pointing. All right. So on behalf of everyone here tonight, keep those dice rolling. Um, I wish I, I need something new. We're doing this for five. No, okay. Yeah, hold on. Hold don't on. change perfection. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Get out of no. here. Why, why bother Have you seen yeah. the new Indominus Terminator? It's <laughs> perfect because it is without yeah. change. What else are you going to say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you got, Will? Hey, Will's got something. He's leaning in. Yeah, just like the Warp what you Spider. Got? Uh, I really hope it's just a recording of Jesse saying, keep those dice rolling. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I blanked as soon as you get, as soon as you called on me. I'm so sorry. I had it's harder than it chamber. looks, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> outro podcast uh okay i got something for you don't be the spider that went up the water spout be the spider that ate the bird that flew through the banana bush keep those dice rolling and bye for now